water's gone. Got a bottle of wine. Everything's perfect. There's only one thing missing.
Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning to our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is hump day. Well, for us, it is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday, October the 12th. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. And the me in everything is MI. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news. Russian-speaking hackers are responsible for multiple airport websites going offline. New Zealand proposes taxing cow burps, angering farmers. King Charles III to be crowned May 6 next year, Palace says. India halts the cough syrup production at factory after Gambia deaths. And the U.S. returns Benin bronzes stolen by British colonial forces. In news out of North America, unidentified California man abducted in broad daylight while out walking and remains missing. A Florida man arrested for allegedly shooting into car where homeless family was sleeping. Indiana mayor issues apology for car crash, admits he was drinking and driving. And a San Antonio police shooting of 17-year-old at McDonald's parking lot was a quote-unquote failure by the officer now facing charges, the chief says. In business and tech news, Delta will soon offer passengers electric planes that will fly them to and from the airport. In sports news, former NBA player Ben Gordon arrested at airport after hitting his 10-year-old son. In the Caribbean corner, Haitians protest against government call for foreign forces. Out of Jamaica, cops appeal for help to find missing St. James teen. Klansmen gang fingered in illegal land sales in Bernard Lodge. Ban on the playing of Mali scamming and gun music. And new airports coming in the region as visitor arrivals grow. In Latin America, dozens dead as Storm Julia dumps heavy rains in Central America. In Believe It or Not stories, LA man suing Texas peat hot sauce because it's made in North Carolina. Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity kicked out of the University of Miami for allegedly spiking drinks. Video shows frat chanting about raping women and assaulting their corpses. In entertainment news, 50 Cent's son Marquise Jackson offers him $6,700 for 24 hours of his time. And Sade, yes, I'm so happy for this, is reportedly recording new music in France. We have the details of these stories and more coming up. Let's hear a little bit more from our Woman Crush Wednesday artists for today on Vogue. Haven't heard from them in a long time. Enjoy. We'll be right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 yeah. 
Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com. Also got to give a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to you can find me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the me in everything is MI. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday and I'm smiling because when you get so accustomed to saying something a certain way you forget right so in america it's n vogue that's the american pronunciation for the group you know sometimes i'll say this exposure is not a good thing sometimes so the two years that i did french for in high school i can't help but every time i see en before vogue i can't help but say oh vogue so let me get it the American way and say N vote. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> I'll put aside, I, I have to learn to switch off certain parts of my brain, right? And remember where I am. Gotta remember that. So it's an N Vogue day today, and we'll be playing their songs throughout today's show. We're going to get started with stories from the international scene. First up, Russian-speaking hackers responsible for multiple airport websites going offline. On Monday morning, more than a dozen public-facing airports uh, websites were offline, making it difficult to access travel information. CNN confirms that Russian-speaking hackers claimed to be responsible for the data breach. Obviously, we're tracking that, and there is no concern about operations being disrupted, said Kirsten Todd, chief of staff of the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Apparently, there were 14 websites that were disrupted, including Atlanta's Hartsfield International Airport and Los Angeles International Airport, though the sites were restored shortly. The hacking group goes by the name Killnet, listed multiple U.S. airports as targets. The group also fessed up to its doings of knocking U.S. state government officials offline last week. CNN reports Killnet is blamed for briefly downing a U.S. Congress website in July and for cyber attacks on organizations in Lithuania after the country blocked shipment of goods the Russian enclave of Kaliningrad in June. The type of cyber attack is known as Disturbed Denial of Service, DDoS, which is a process described as when hackers flood computer servers with fake web traffic similar to computer viruses. Since the epic breach, TSA is monitoring the current issue. And we head on to over to New Zealand for our next story. So out of Wellington, New Zealand, courtesy of the Associated Press, New Zealand's government on Tuesday proposed taxing the greenhouse gases that farm animals make from burping and peeing 
as part of a plan to tackle climate change. The government said the farm levy would be a first and that farmers should be able to recoup the cost by charging more for climate-friendly products. But farmers quickly condemned the plan, and you can't blame them. Federated Farmers, the industry's main lobby group, said the plan would rip the guts out of small-town New Zealand and see farms replaced with trees. Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard said farmers had been trying to work with the government for more than two years on an emissions reduction plan that would not decrease food production. Our plan was to keep farmers farming, Hoggard said. Instead, he said farmers would be selling their farms so fast you will not even hear the dogs barking in the back of the pickup truck as they drive off. Opposition lawmakers from the conservative ACT party said the plan would actually increase worldwide emissions by moving farming to other countries that were less efficient at making food. New Zealand's farming industry is vital to its economy. Dairy products, including those used to make infant formula in China, are the nation's largest export earner. (laughs) So um, I got a question. Haven't cows been around since before humans? And haven't they been doing that since they were made? I don't understand. How are you going to apply a levy, a tax on farmers who raise cattle? (laughs) I don't know. Is it me or is that we're getting crazier with our expectations and demands? Do they not under? And then you're going to say you can charge more to offset the expense. We're already paying enough. <laughs> Good morning, Javette. Good morning. Um, no, it's not you. That's all I have to say. No, it's not you. I was just wondering, you know, am I losing it? Am I missing something here? They have to poo and um, pee. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I think that um, this is going to cause the vegan, the people that want to, um, the people that don't want to eat beef, mm-hmm. it will allow them to rise up. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. 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 This is this is preposterous. That's all I'm gonna say. Next story, head on up to the UK. King Charles the Third to be crowned May six next year, the palace says. According to the Associated Press, King Charles III will be crowned at Westminster Abbey on May 6 in a ceremony that will embrace the past but look to the modern world after the seventy year reign of the late Queen Elizabeth II. Tuesday's announcement from Buckingham Palace comes amid speculation that the coronation will be shorter and less extravagant than the three-hour ceremony that installed Elizabeth in 1953, in keeping with Charles's plans for a slimmed-down monarchy. While the palace provided few details, British media reported that the guest list would be paired to 2,000 from 8,000. 
Charles will be crowned in a solemn religious ceremony conducted by Justin Welby. The Archbishop of Canterbury, the palace, said in a statement, Camilla, the Queen Consort, will be crowned alongside her husband. The coronation will reflect the monarch's role today and look towards the future while being rooted in long-standing traditions and pageantry, the palace said. Charles will be anointed with holy oil before receiving the orb, scepter, and coronation ring. Camilla will also be anointed with holy oil and crowned as was Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. The palace is planning the coronation, known as Operation Golden Orb, as Charles and his heir, Prince William, seek to demonstrate that the monarchy is still relevant in modern, multicultural Britain. While there was widespread respect for Elizabeth, as demonstrated by the tens of thousands of people who waited hours to file past her coffin, there is no guarantee that reverence will transfer to Charles. <laughs> So I thought reverence was something that was reserved for Christ and God. I didn't know we have reverence for people. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so no guarantee that reverence will transfer to Charles. Slimming it down from 8,000 to 2,000. I don't care. It's neither here nor there for me. I'm still awaiting the doing away with the monarchy may not happen in my time but when i die i hope that you know my spirit roams the earth i will see that they're gone there's no more monarchy away with it some things just need to be foregone and then you're gonna um whatchamacallit holy oil can we put them through therapy so that they can change their mindset Let, let's start there holy oil is not gonna do a damn thing for them sorry we head down to India. Next story. India halts the cough syrup production at factory after Gambia deaths. Indian authorities have halted production of a cough syrup at a factory of Maiden Pharmaceuticals, a state minister said, after a World Health Organization WHO report said the medicine may be linked to the deaths of dozens of children in the Gambia. The health minister in Haryana state, Anil Vij, on Wednesday said the authorities inspected a maiden factory near the town of Sonipat in the state and found 12 violations of good practices. Production was ordered stopped. The WHO last week um, said that the laboratory analysis of four maiden products, um, a promethazine oral solution, Cofex male and baby cough syrup, makeoff baby cough syrup, and Magrib and cold syrup, had unacceptable amounts of diethylene glycol and ethylene, and I hope I said that right, or ethylene glycol, which can be toxic and lead to acute kidney injury. Gambian police in a preliminary investigation report on Tuesday said the deaths of 69 children from acute kidney injury were linked to the cough syrups made in India and imported via a United States-based company. It is one of the worst such incidents involving drugs from India, often dubbed the pharmacy of the world. I hope um, countries throughout the Caribbean and other countries in the continent um, are checking to, because I know that there are some products that are imported from India. So I do hope that 
everyone is checking labels and seeing to it that these specific products are removed from the shelves. It's a pity that 69 deaths have occurred as a result, far too many. Even one should not happen. Moments. Yes, Javette. Um, does the article have a barcode or like a date when these things were um, made? Unfortunately, so unfortunately, no. Uh, they only say the the most well the most we have is that um products it said it sells its products at home and exports to countries in asia africa and latin america uh no other information um we only have the name of the products to go by um yeah so the pro the it's four products promethazine p-r-o-m-e-t-h-a Z or Z, not sure how you all pronounce that, oral solution. So that's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-A-Z-I-N-E or Z-I-N-E. Cofex Malin or Cofex Malin, K-O-F-E-X-M-A-L-I-N, the baby cough syrup and the make-off or mac-off baby cough syrup, M-A-K-O-F-F. Also, the Magrip or Magrip, M-A-G-R-I-P and cold syrup. On, um, cold, yeah, only those four have been mentioned. Yeah, and they are used in India and exported to Asia, Africa, and Latin America. No barcode, no made date, no expiration date, nothing else has been made available to us yet. Um, pro probably if we go on the WHO website, hopefully they'll have information there or more details there. Uh, Javette, sorry, that's about it. Nothing else. All right. Um, our next story from the international scene, courtesy of Al Jazeera News, and the story regarding the cough syrup was courtesy of Al Jazeera. U.S. returns Benin bronzes stolen by British colonial forces. A bronze sculpture of a West African king that was in the collection of a Rhode Island museum for more than 70 years is among 31 culturally precious objects that have been returned to the Nigerian government. The sculpture, called the Head of a King or Oba, which was held at the Rhode Island School of Design Museum, was among the objects transferred to the Nigerian National Collections during a ceremony at the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday. The Benin bronzes were stolen in 1897 when British colonial forces ransacked and looted the Kingdom of Benin, which is now in modern-day Nigeria. In 1897, the head of an Oba was stolen from the Royal Palace of Oba, and I'm not going to attempt the last name, it's extremely long. The museum interim director, Sarah Gans Blythe, said in a statement, the RISD Museum has worked with the Nigerian National Commission for Museums and Monuments to repatriate the sculpture to the people of Nigeria where it belongs. The pieces that were stolen in the late 19th century included 29 that the Smithsonian Institution's Board of Regents voted in June to return to Nigeria and one object from the National Gallery of Art, officials said. 
So I'm looking for the part where money is going to be sent back with it too, because there were earnings, if you ask me. And I sincerely hope that it is indeed the original artifact and not a replica. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, uh, may the Nigerian um, officials do a thorough inspection. I'm sorry. I don't trust any. I don't trust. I don't trust people. Sorry. Forgive me. But, um, you know, let me reserve my comments. <laughs> I'll reserve my comments. Yeah. Um, I hope everything else will be returned. It's, it's so weird that, you know, you don't like a sect of people, but you want to relish in their culture. Huh interesting well those were the stories from the international scene gonna take here a little bit more from um on vogue and when we return we do have details of stories out of north america let's see which one oh let me see what we what else we have coming up here who is next or which one is next you know what a difference a day makes haven't heard that one in a long time here we go Give much respect to, to the men 
rough world And although most men are hoes He flows on the down low Cause I never heard about him with another girl But I don't sweat it Because it's just pathetic to let it Get me involved in that he said, she said crowd I know that ain't nobody perfect I give props to those who deserve it And believe me y'all, he's worth it So here's to the future Cause we got through the past I finally found somebody that could make me laugh I think I wanna have your baby. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a Thank you to all our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Thank you to everyone listening online on JohnOradio.com. And thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views it is hashtag wcw woman crush wednesday and today we are crushing on the ladies in the group and vote so of course that means we're going to be playing their songs throughout today's show i haven't heard some of these songs in a long time It is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I invite you to join the challenge that was started by one of our very dear supporters, Tasha, in the fight for breast cancer. All of us have been affected one way or another. We have lost family members. We have family members currently battling. We have survivors, may even be ourselves. Early detection is key. It's so important. You know your body's best. Get yourselves checked, ladies. Men, see to it that the women in your lives get themselves examined 
do that check even you can tell the difference in your woman too right you're feeling you feel something weird i know someone it was her partner who said to her hey babe something doesn't feel right and sure enough got it checked ended up getting a mastectomy but it saved her life in the long run so we're doing the 50 squats a day challenge for the month of october it's you know we're almost at the halfway mark we can do this we can do this if you can't do the 50 squats at once pace yourself throughout the day and as the days go by you know you find yourself grouping it together more you know you probably do 20 20 10 but let's challenge ourselves to get those 50 squats done it's for a good cause Coming up right after this, we have details of stories out of North America, so keep it locked. Once again, to everyone listening online on johnoradio.com and qmzradio.com. And thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. You are greatly appreciated. And it's time for us to get into the details of stories out of North America. First up, unidentified California man abducted in broad daylight while out walking and remains missing. I hope they find him really soon story courtesy of ballalert.com police are desperately trying to locate a man who was beaten and kidnapped in broad daylight in california the brazen incident took place last thursday october the 6th as the unidentified male walked in the area of michelinda avenue and east colorado boulevard in pasadena a 2008 silver infinity g35 approached the man before two males exited and began attacking the victim then in a shocking twist the suspects dragged the man into the back seat of their vehicle and sped off heading south on michelinda avenue 
Still images released of the incident show two men nearby the car. There is no indication that the authorities know the name of the man who was taken hostage at the scene. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department has only described him as a Hispanic male in his 30s. As of Monday, there have been no public updates on his whereabouts. The L.A. Major Crimes Bureau is pleading with anyone who has information on the missing man to come forward with information that will bring him home. This is so unfortunate. Um, They're also saying that this shocking abduction occurred just days after a family of four in Merced County was abducted from their business. Sadly, their bodies were found on October 5th. A suspect was arrested shortly after, and it does not appear the incidents were related. However, these back-to-back abductions have left California residents on edge. Definitely hope they'll be able to... um, find the perpetrators and um, find this man hopefully alive. So everyone just stay safe. We jump on over to Florida. Florida man was arrested for allegedly shooting into car where a homeless family was sleeping. This story also courtesy of BallAlert.com. Police in Florida have arrested a man who allegedly shot at a homeless family. A pregnant woman was injured after a man named Christopher Stamat Jr., 21, allegedly shot into a car while a family was sleeping inside. The incident took place on Wednesday at around 4.30 a.m. NBC News reports the man shot the mother in the head. She's currently recovering from non-life-threatening injuries, thankfully. Authorities arrested Stamat on Saturday. He's been charged with six felony charges, including four counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, one count of second-degree attempted murder, and one count of shooting into a vehicle, police say. The community as a whole can now sleep easier, knowing that the suspect linked to the random act of violence is no longer free to prey on innocent people, according to Tampa Police Chief Mary O'Connor when speaking with NBC News Report. The rest of the family was unharmed. Why are we doing this to people? What, what? Welcome to welcome to Florida. Welcome to the U.S. Um, our next story, we head on up to Indiana. An Indiana mayor issues apology for car crash, admits he was drinking and driving. An Indiana mayor is coming clean about what led to his car crash, and he said, I accept full responsibility for my actions. During an interview with NBC News, a spokesperson for Fort Wayne, Indiana Mayor Tom Henry shared that Henry was in a vehicle crash this past Saturday. On Sunday, during a news conference, Henry opened up about the incident. He said, I accept full responsibility for my actions. I am relieved that no one was hurt in the incident. I want to praise the men and women of the Fort Wayne Police Department who handled this situation with professionalism and followed all of the correct procedures and protocols. I am sorry that I put you in such a situation last evening as I can assure you that I know better. There are no details on whether or not he was given criminal charges, but he's mentioned that he will move forward with the punishment he is given. Uh, was anyone involved? I hope I hope no one else was involved in this accident. 
And the reason I'm saying that is because I'm not seeing where an apology was made to anyone that was hurt. So hopefully it was a, an accident that involved just him. Okay. All right. Hope you learned your lesson. Waiting to hear more details. I think this is um, the first time that I can remember that a politician has just come right out and just admit he was wrong. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually kind of shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that they didn't try to keep it hush hush, right? Um, he says he's happy with how they handled the situation with a lot of professionalism. They followed the correct procedures and protocols. What do you expect? You're a politician. Of course, they're going to handle you with care. They're going to make sure they dot their I's and cross their T's. So am I supposed to um, clap and say hooray because they handled it the way they were supposed to? I'm not going to. I'm sorry. That needs to be the, 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 the procedure. No. For me, I'm, how I'm receiving this story is they didn't just say, okay, Mayor, we're going to let you go. <laughs> right we're going to brush this under the rug uh -huh. that's just how i'm receiving the story <laughs> okay mm, all right <laughs> oh boy yeah is it sweater weather over there in texas yet sweater weather nope it's 80 degrees currently at a quarter to nine all right so your your temperatures are similar to ours well in south florida it's 82 degrees Cloudy skies, partly cloudy where I am, but we do have the sun out. Yeah, not not sweater weather yet. Once we hit the 70s, it's sweater weather in Florida. Is it the same thing in Texas where 75 everybody has on boots and sweaters? Nope. Okay, so y'all are more sane than us then. <laughs> we get excited. Can't wait to take out the throws and the shawls and all of that, the ponchos and all of that. <laughs> our next story out of the u.s san antonio police shooting of a 17 year old at mcdonald's parking lot was a failure by the officer and that officer is now facing charges story courtesy of cnn the shooting of an unarmed 17 year old eating in his car at a mcdonald's parking lot in San Antonio was a failure for one individual police officer who is now in custody and facing aggravated assault charges, the police chief said on Tuesday. The police shooting, which left the teenager in critical condition, happened on October 2nd, when now former San Antonio officer James Brennan responded to an unrelated disturbance call at the restaurant and saw a car he believed had evaded police the day before. Body camera footage released by police shows the officer walked up to the driver's side of the car, opened the door, and ordered the driver out. The visibly startled teen put the car in reverse and started backing up. The police officer then opened fire five times on the car, according to the video. As the driver shifted the vehicle to move forward, body camera video showed the officer opening fire an additional five times as the car drove away. The teen, identified as Eric Cantu, was shot multiple times and was on life support system, his family said on Monday. Brennan turned himself in to a San Antonio police Tuesday night 
on two counts of aggravated assault by a public servant. The chief, William McManus, in a news conference on Tuesday said an aggravated assault charge was filed for each person who was in the car, the teenager in the driver's seat and a passenger. The shooting was unjustified, both administratively and criminally, and went against the department's policies, McManus said. This was a failure for one individual police officer. It had nothing to do with our policies. Policies did not allow that. Our training did not teach that. So this was a fail for one particular police officer. Brennan did not respond to requests for comment from CNN prior to his arrest. It was not clear Tuesday night whether he had an attorney. The chief has said the aggravated assault charges could rise to homicide if the 17-year-old does not survive. The police department has been in contact with the DA's office, which may need more information before it takes the case to the grand jury. I, I, I want to hear his reason. What is his reason? You just... Why were you called to the parking lot? Was there a call about... Um, bad behavior, noise. What was your reason for going there? And then your failure to follow protocol and policy. You open up the door, order the person out. For what? Uh... I'm not seeing anything talking about his body cam being on because if it was on, I'd like for us to get information about that. I, I want all the details. All the details. I want to know why is it just aggravated assault? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> That's a good question, Javette. He shot five times. But of, I would be startled too. You open my door and you... So of course I'm going to be like, what the heck is going on? I just wish the fella hadn't tried to move because I would have loved to know what would have happened. But he moved, unfortunately. The man shoots at him five times and five more times. What if he had killed this young man? And you're right. Ten shots were fired total. I pray this teenager pulls through. Go ahead, Javette. Go right ahead. No, I'm just, I was just wondering why he even had to use his gun. I mean, don't they have tasers as well? I don't know. I don't know what's going. I, I really don't know. There's a lot of information missing. So I am hoping that as the days go by, we get more and we're privy to more. Um, he's a probationary officer with seven months of experience. Hot-headed, new to the force, trying to prove a point. Trying to show that I am the law and I can do as I please. Poor judgment indeed. 
even if he was called to the parking lot, and we don't know if he was, but let us say he was called to the parking lot for whatever reason, that's not how you handle things. Seven months on the force and you're mighty big bad. Trying to exercise your power and your position. Rosolo says it's 65 degrees and cloudy up there in Georgia. That's the part of Georgia she's in, which is more to the north. Orange says it's 80 degrees and she's cold. What's the weather like in California, Sunette? What's it like? How is New York? It's 56 degrees in San Francisco this morning. <sighs> is the sun and out? Today will, uh, no, it's, it's, it's uh, 6.57 a.m. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry. I keep freaking. Oh, my gosh. Forgive it's me. okay. <laughs> okay. The high of today is 63 degrees. Okay. So, but it's, this is kind of normal, but I'm still a little extra cold for now. We usually have a warm spell now, but no. Yeah, so it's definitely sweater weather. Always sweater weather. <laughs> sweater weather, oh my God, sweater weather, yes. Oh boy, yeah. 63 degrees, oh my gosh. I have a feeling this winter is going to be a rough one. I, I just feel that way. Don't know why, just the feeling. Here's a little bit more from En Vogue. I have to make a conscious effort to say En Vogue and not En Vogue. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I, I'm turning the volume down when I should be turning it up. I got to start this one over because this is one of my favorite songs. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. So today we are crushing on the group En Vogue. Enjoy.
To all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, remember for quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone listening online on janoradio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And thank you, of course, to everyone with me right here on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday, and today we are crushing on the group NVO. These girls can sing, not sing, sing. Their harmonies are absolutely beautiful. Coming up right after this, we have business and tech news, so don't you dare go anywhere.
And it is time for us to get into business and tech news. First up, Delta will soon offer passengers electric planes that will fly them to and from the airport. Delta Airlines is on a trajectory toward the future with a new partnership set to offer customers flights on an electric plane that will go to and from the airport. The carrier will partner with Joby, a company that operates all electrical, vertical takeoff and landing aircraft to transport passengers from the city to an airport. Delta shared this news with Travel and Leisure on Tuesday. The airlines plans to start service in New York and LA in 2024. Delta always looks forward and embraces opportunities to lead the future. And we found in Joby a partner that shares our pioneering spirit and commitment to delivering innovative, seamless experiences that are better for our customers, their journeys, and our world. And that's according to Delta's CEO, Ed Bastian. He also went on to say that this is a groundbreaking opportunity for Delta to deliver a time-saving, uniquely premium home-to-airport solution for customers in key markets and We've been investing and innovating in it for many years. The code of service has not been released. However, Delta initially invested $60 million in Joby and can expand its total investment to $200 million in the future. Joby's aircraft resembles a helicopter with propellers and have flown more than 1,000 test flights. Uh, all right. So I'm interested in a little bit more information. But anyway, let me see if they provide that. Let me keep reading. Uh, Joby said, we share Delta's unwavering commitment to delivering seamless and sustainable journeys to customers. Their history of innovation, along with their vast operational expertise and leadership on climate change, make them incredible partners for Joby. And it's an honor to be working alongside them. Several other airlines have invested in electric planes, including United Airlines, when they purchased 200 four-seat electric planes to invest in flying taxis, as well as Hawaiian Airlines, which invested in electric sea gliders for island-to-island shuttles. An all-electric passenger plane took off for the first time in September. The aircraft is built to operate flights ranging from 150 to 250 miles. So it is not telling me um, where you would be able to go. So I know they're saying L.A. and um, did I say L.A. and New York is where they're going to be starting? Yeah. So you have to, I guess you drive to a local airport. What you, what's the right name for those small airports? Not sure what the right name for them is. Um, so I guess you drive there. And then it takes you from there to a major airport. I wonder how much it's going to... Domestic. Gonna... Domestic. Thank you. Thank you, Sonet. Oh, my gosh. I could not remember that term at all. Domestic airports. Right. So I'm thinking, so we have a domestic airport almost in our backyard. Literally five minutes. No traffic lights. Five minutes. You get there. So is it that I'll be able to drive there... 
catch a flight to um, MIA, but wonder how much it's going to cost. Will it be included in the total airfare? Say, for example, I'm going from Miami to Montego Bay. Is it just, you know, will it be included or is it going to be a separate cost? Hmm. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, um, they call it a la carte you to death. You're gonna pay for that and then pay for the other flight. Come on, <laughs> wait. But there's a small airport or domestic. I don't, I don't think domestic is right. I said it, but I don't think it's right. There's a small airport near you that's closer than MIA. Yeah, and there were wow. talks. Yeah, there were talks of expanding it so that it could alleviate some of the the burden from um MIA. Yep. So it backs up to uh what you might call it. It's not Chrome, it backs up to farmland though. And that farmland is between the airport and Chrome Avenue where you know, out in the Redlands. So what it would mean though is that they would have to purchase all of that land going back possibly into Chrome depending on the size planes that they're trying to facilitate. Haven't heard anything recently about the plans, but I know a couple of years ago we got um, correspondence in the mail about the possibility of the expansion. So, you know, it's probably still on the books. Um, would I jump on the opportunity to catch a flight from, um, what is it, Tamiami Airport to jamaica heck yeah because the traffic to mia is no joke and no matter how many lanes you put it's as though the lanes are never enough on the highway right i don't know if it's like this out there in san francisco where road work is ongoing the air the the highways are always <laughs> always we, there's a street there's um vanessa full of vanessa what is vanessa avenue i forgot what vanessa is but vanessa is always under construction since i've moved here Six years ago, it's been under construction. It's continuously, there's always work, road work there. But we have um, SFO, which is closer to us, is in South San Francisco. Not mm -hmm. far. I can get there in 15 minutes on a great day. Right. Um, Oakland, across the bay. There's San Jose, lower down. And I think there's another airstrip just before you get down, like before you get to the, the, the Santa Valley. But... I think we there are so many close hotel. I mean airports. I've never flown to Oakland. I went to Oakland just to rent a car once. I've never flown from there. It's mm. always SFO, and it's not, and it's. I mean, it's an international airport, so it's not bad at all. Right. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't think I would want to take a flight to to the airport unless it's like I'm living in the middle of the country. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when you have to drive for three hours to get to the airport. Yeah. That, that I wouldn't want to do, but. I can drive for 30 minutes on a not so, you know, on a busier day. Yeah. 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 You know, it might come in handy depending on the time of day your flight is. So if your flight is in peak traffic hours, right? Um, for me, I wouldn't take it from my backyard to MIA. I would just leave at a decent hour, try to, you know, plan my trip. But let's say you have to go up to Fort Lauderdale or you have to go up to the Palm Beach airport. Probably it's not a bad idea, but mm, still a little, uh, let's see how this works out. Can I throw something in this? Yeah, thing? yes, yes, please do. So I don't particularly feel that it's gonna be 
a huge plane because there's no runway. It's taking off like a helicopter. Right, right. So it's not going to be many people on the plane, one. Right? So you have to think about the luggage, how the luggage is going to apply to the weight. Yeah. I personally, I don't know if I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, because it's taken off horizontally, there's no runway. So there's no, um, what do you call it? Inertia. Right. So keep it up in the air to have a huge passenger list. Uh, Helicopters. What's the largest size helicopter? How many people can hold on the largest size helicopter? Nine? Not army helicopters. I don't know. I've been on one that had six and the pilot. Wait, how many chairs is that? Six of the pilot, that's seven. Okay, so wait, two, 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 six then. Six, six okay. Including the pilot. Okay. But if it's like an army helicopter, then that's different as well. Right. But those army, the big ones, they don't just go up either. They need a runway to get a little lift. Oh, really? The okay. huge ones that yeah. carry the jeeps and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The airline carriers. I know what you're talking about. Not airline carriers. I know what you're talking about. They're like for um, during war times. Yeah. I don't B-52s or some crazy number they call them. Uh, I've never been in a helicopter. Never been. Um, A little scared, I guess. I'm scared of small planes too. You know, those two-seaters or... Four seaters or six seaters, very scared of them. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but how about haven't you never taken a, a puddle jumper from, like you've gone to St. Thomas and you have to fly? They let you off at one airport and you have to take a small airplane to get to. Never. <laughs> okay. Never. Those I've taken, so it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't bother me, and I, I would be willing to try it out, but I don't think it's it's worth it if you're traveling internationally you're just trying to go from one small air one airport to another yeah i don't see the need yeah um the smallest plane i've been on is an american eagle where you know from miami to orlando that's the smallest i've been on um yeah um i know someone you know, and I think this for me cemented or has caused put put fear in me. Let me put that instilled fear in me. Her. Um, so they own a racetrack in Jamaica. Um, I went to school with her. Her mom and my parents are friends. But um, so her husband had his helicopter. And I remember when it crashed you know and of course he died and it was so sad and i was like okay that's it i don't think i'll ever put myself on a helicopter ever um yeah i'm very i don't know it's a fear i'll have to overcome it's gonna take work i see people on ig who show their um trips and days in new york and just you know and i i think it's amazing i'm like oh my gosh one day but then i flash back and I'm like, no, no. So I have work to do on myself. And I don't want to put fear in anyone. 
I'm just letting you know my story and why I am skeptical and very hesitant. Um, I guess if it's a matter of life or death and you have no choice, <laughs> you know, they come to rescue you or in an accident and they have to transport you quickly. I have no choice, right? But on my own, I don't know if it's something I would do. I don't know. Call me boring when it comes to that. So for that's it for um, business and tech news. So let's see how that works out. It's you know we're moving in a different direction. Let's see. So on sports, the sports scene. Former NBA player Ben Gordon arrested at airport for hitting his ten-year-old son. The arrest was made at LaGuardia Airport on Monday after former NBA player Ben Gordon was seen hitting his 10-year-old son. Police arrested Gordon over the alleged abuse at 8.45 p.m. at Port Authority while he was waiting for a flight to Chicago. According to the sources, his son was taken by an aunt and evaluated at Long Island Jewish Children's Hospital. The former shooting guard is being processed by police at the Port Authority Police Station and the charges against him are pending. Although it is not immediately apparent how or where they were hurt, two Port Authority officers reportedly suffered minor injuries while making the arrest. Which he now... Livid. <laughs> he was probably hitting them more than he was hitting the child. But uh, we need more information. So here goes the question. Do we slap our kids, yes or no? When is talking enough? When do you... They say you don't spare the rod and spoil the child. When do you... They also said to cut the child in the middle to separate him between the father and the mother. Um, I don't agree with that. So um, <laughs> don't do it in public. If you have to, if you have to do corporal punishment on your child, don't do it in public because it's against um, common practice of this country. Yeah. So my question, Sonette, is how was he hitting him? Was it on the buttocks? Was it in his hand? You know, he could have he could have just snuffed the kid. You know, like you put your hand in the face, like, "Hey, stop it!" He could have slapped him on his shoulder. He could have he could have punched him in the eye. It don't matter. He could have just tapped on the side of his head. Somebody, somebody, it's abuse, right? Yeah. So somebody thinks it's too much, and that's when it becomes a problem. The child is probably not even that upset. It's his father. He's, who knows if he hasn't gotten that before? But yeah. if somebody else witnesses that and they bring a charge, that's where you're in trouble. So my next question, who raises the child then? You're not allowed to discipline your child, but then if you don't and talking doesn't work and time out doesn't work and taking away um, electronic devices doesn't work and slapping them is the only thing that works and you can't slap them and then they become a problem to society, then they point the finger at you. Why didn't you raise your child properly? So... Where do we find the balance in the scales? I'm still early in this, in this parenthood journey, but like I got beat one time in my entire childhood life. One single time. I was 12 years old. I will not forget it. I do not do that to my child. I do not think it's necessary. Will my child be, um, be out in the street and a date and a menace to society? We shall see. But... <laughs> 
I just I don't I don't agree with it because it has done so much harm to some people. For yes. some people, fine. It was it was a thing that happened and God bless you for being um I'm not religious, but God bless you nonetheless for being able to sustain it as a as a young person and grow up to be a full adult that understands that um that is not something that you do to people and you don't go haywire in on, on the community and the world. But if you must I, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. If you must punish your child, be aware of who you are, where you are. Hello, you're a basketball player. That means you're not five one and nobody can see you do this. You are likely six six, six seven, or six twelve. Well five seven feet, my God. People wanna see you do things. They're yeah. probably watching you already. So any movement you make is under scrutiny. Be careful. Yeah. If this child no matter what this child did, that is not the thing to do. I'm not speaking. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you, Sinead. I agree. We have to know our time and place. And you're right. It may have just been a tap on the shoulder. We don't know to what degree. So we're, again, waiting more information on this to see um, what happens. I'm surprised we don't have a video of it because people are so video happy. Everything is recorded. So I'm, I'm really surprised we have no recording of this. Or they, if they do, they probably have decided not to release it. I would like to see a video. I was writing just that. I bet there's video. What's <laughs> his name? We got to look for his name. I, I, ben I Gordon. From ben Gordon. There is already a video. There has oh, to be a video somewhere. Video. Ben Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this happened at LaGuardia Airport too? Come on. Yep. Ben Gordon. Yeah. You know, now you have me jumping on Google. Ben Gordon. Ay, ay, ay. I'm here. Why am I clicking on Roblox? Anybody else's child uh, or children with this whole Roblox, Roblox, Roblox? Yo, don't don't sh- don't push them down. Roblox is an entry into vi- the, that that camera you. thing y'all were talking about. Oh, I they don't can build mm-hmm. houses and stuff. They do. Which whichever one of your children is doing that, they do help start feeding that that thing because they're gonna be a pioneer in oh, this yeah. system. What are you talking about? That video, the Oculus system. I don't yeah. know what you call the program. Yeah. Yeah. They all Everybody's do it. It's going to be the one. They all play. The I don't one. trouble them. teach you how to do everything. They, I don't trouble them. I say, can you build me that house in real life? Can you can you do that in real life for me, please? That's all I say to them. Can you please do that for me in real life? Uh, so I'm looking. I'm not seeing any video for it yet. But I'm sure something is going to surface. Something is going to surface real soon, right? I want to be able to see the video and then be able to make a proper comment. I don't want to be premature with my comments. It says punch his son multiple times in the face. Ooh, okay. That's the headline I'm seeing in the New York Post. Ex-NBA player Mm. Ben Gordon punches son in the face multiple times after he dropped a book. After he dropped a book. This is a little... oh. 10 year old come on now no well no that's abuse yeah that is abuse if that's what he if that is what he did that is definitely abuse no if ands or buts about that what did he drop sonnet it said a book a book a book a book okay a book i mean yell as a boy if you must you don't punch him in the face right yeah that that was unnecessary yeah thank you so much for bringing me up to speed with that for the 
details. Thank you so much tonight. Good morning, James. Go right ahead. Yeah, morning, morning. I think I think that my only problem with with stories like this is that we have seen um, numerous videos of like even a few of them earlier this year with um, police officers like slamming like young boys like 14, 15 on the ground and beating the crap out of them. Um, so I believe that, you know, like you can arrest the parents, but you can't arrest the officers. That's a bit, that's a bit double standard, I think. Because you're telling um, a parents that they can't, even though it's abuse, you know, I don't think that, especially like if what Sinet said is like, you know, if he's like punching in the face and stuff like that, that that's abuse. Yeah. But we have seen we have seen police officers like lift twelve year old, fourteen year old, and slam them to the ground like like they're, in, they're like they're in a wrestling match or something, and these officers continue on with their job. So I think that if you know the law has to be fair. Like if a parents if parents are going to go to um, get in trouble for doing that, then officers cannot do that because officers are trained to to um, deal with um, problems that escalate and get out of, you know, out of control. Mm -hmm. So they should have more composure than a, a parent to, you know, deal with situations like that. But we have seen it over and over again where yeah. these guys don't get in any trouble at all, go back to their job, or the most, they'll be on office duty. So I think that it has to be fair. Yeah. Oh boy, let's see what happens, James. Um, if he was doing that to his child, he's wrong, 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 wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. So that's it for stories from the sports scene. It is now time for Caribbean Corner. First up out of the Caribbean corner, Haitians protest against government call for foreign forces. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera News. Thousands of people in the crisis-torn Haiti have taken to the streets of the capital, Port-au-Prince, against the government's decision to seek foreign military assistance to quell gang-related violence with police using tear gas to disperse protesters. Demonstrators on Monday shouted against the foreign occupation and demanded the resignation of Prime Minister Ariel Henry, who on Friday asked international partners for the immediate deployment of a specialized armed force in sufficient quantity to stop the criminal actions of armed gangs across the country. Several people were shot and one person was reported to have been killed during the rallies. Protesters blamed the police for the death. It is a crime perpetrated by the police. This young girl posed no threat. She was killed expressing her desire to live in dignity. A protester who declined to give his name told AFP News Agency. We certainly need help to develop our country, but we do not need boots on the ground, another protester said charging that the international community was interfering in the internal affairs of Haiti and that the government had no legitimacy to ask for military assistance. 
UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez called on Monday for the immediate deployment of a special international force in Haiti to help the Caribbean state, which has been facing a biting fuel and water shortage. Haiti's ambassador to the United States also said on Monday that the U.S. and Canada should take the lead in forming a force to confront Haitian gangs. We wish to see our neighbors like the U.S., like Canada, take the lead and move fast. There is really a big threat over the head of the prime minister. If nothing is done quickly, there is a risk of another head of state being killed in Haiti. This is according to Bochit Edmund when speaking with Reuters. And of course, he was referring to the 2021 assassination of President Jovenel Moïse. The U.S. on Saturday said it was reviewing Haiti's request for support. Canada's foreign ministry on Friday said 19 of the members of the Organization of American States were committed to helping Haitians overcome the complex security challenges facing the country. Haiti's request comes nearly a month after one of the country's most powerful gangs surrounded a key fuel terminal in the capital Port-au-Prince, preventing the distribution of some 10 million gallons of diesel and gasoline and more than 800,000 gallons of kerosene stored on site. Many Haitians have rejected the idea of another international intervention, noting that UN peacekeepers were accused of sexual assault and sparked a cholera epidemic more than a decade ago that killed nearly 10,000 people. What is the answer for Haiti? The people do not want international interference. Can I blame them? No, based on what was just mentioned. You cannot blame them for not wanting so-called peacekeepers coming in to restore normalcy. So what is the recommendation? What is it that the citizens of Haiti want? They want the current uh, minister to step down. Who do they have in mind to put in place? What are they proposing as steps to restore normalcy so that the country can move forward? Those are the questions I have for my Haitian folks. Have they put proposals forward that are worth exploring? Because we're not hearing about that. All we're hearing about is the the unrest, the civil unrest. The news about the gangs and the torture being um, imposed on the citizens in Port-au-Prince. But we're not hearing what measures, we're not hearing about the suggestions that the Haitians, and I'm sure that they can't just be asking for the step down. They have, there has to be some group saying, hey, these are, these are the things we're asking for so that we can move Haiti forward. And unfortunately, when I look at various media outlets, I'm not seeing th- those questions, my questions being answered. Not able to read Creole, so I'm not able to understand what the Creole outlets are saying, unfortunately, because there may be answers there that we're, you know, we're not hearing because we're relying upon BBC, CNN, Al Jazeera, CNN, all the different major outlets especially. So I don't know.
moments. I, yeah. I think what, what in mind with those reports too um, is that similar to in, in Jamaica when they're, the, the, the Dons um, are under attack, the people in the community. So it, depend, it, it depends on, on who mm -hmm. um, is leading the protest. It could be like, um, you know, families that agree with, with the rebels. So it, it depends on where it's coming from. You have to look at, look into that too, because, you know, sometimes like, to me, I believe that if they're going to get international help to deal with the rebels, uh, um, I don't see why they wouldn't accept it unless they feel like, you know, like for example, like if they don't trust America in terms of because they feel like they probably like armed them in the first place. I can understand that, but you have to look at it from the other perspective to that maybe these people are aligned with the with the rebel forces and you know they'll push out women and, and children and say go and protest that we don't want them here so that could be a part of it too right yeah okay i'm just hoping that you know things can settle there and so we can stop hearing the distressing stories coming out of port-au-prince next up we head on over to jamaica Cop appeals for help to find St. James missing teen. Story courtesy of Jamaica.LootNews.com. An Ananda alert has been activated for 16-year-old Tyreka Gladson, otherwise called Angel of Top Hill, Montego Bay in St. James, who has been missing since Sunday, October 9. She is of dark complexion, slim build, and is about 5 feet 4 inches all. Reports from the Anchovy Police are that Tyreka was last seen at home at about 3.15 p.m. and has not been heard from since. Her mode of dress at the time that she went missing is unknown. Anyone knowing the whereabouts of Tyreka Gladson is being asked to contact the Anchovy Police Station or call 119, the emergency number, or go to the nearest police station. I sincerely hope they find her and that there is no harm done to this young lady. Moment. What is that alert called? It's, it's not an Amber Alert. Or, it's it's on something else. Ananda Alert. Ananda Alert. Yes. Do you know what that is? I've never heard that term. I guess it's equivalent to um, our... What? Amber, Amber Alert. Yeah. Yeah. I Ananda guess it's... Alert. Okay. Ananda Alert, Jamaica. So, okay, I, thank you. I just didn't, I heard something, I was like, what is that word she just said? <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, um, yeah, the Ananda Alert. So, the Ananda Alert is a nationwide system designed to ensure speedy and safe recovery of a child in the unfortunate event that he or she is missing or abducted. The system came on stream in 2009. It involves mobilizing stakeholders to get the message of a missing child into the public domain the moment the matter is reported to the police. And the Ananda Alert System was named after Ananda Dean, a child who was abducted and subsequently murdered in 2008. So that's where it's coming from. A little bit about it. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Sanette. You are so welcome. Our next story also out of Jamaica, Klansman gang fingered in illegal land sales in Bernard Lodge. Oh my gosh, there's so much around this whole issue that is ongoing and yeah, so let's get into it. 
This story also courtesy of jamaica.loopnews.com. The Spanish town-based Klansman gang has been fingered in the illegal sale of land in the Greater Bernard Lodge development area. And the major organized crime and anti-corruption agency MOCA and the Jamaica Constabulary Force JCF have been tasked with conducting an investigation into the matter. The disclosure was made by Prime Minister Andrew Holness on Tuesday during a statement in the House of Representatives where he offered more details on the reasons for last Thursday's demolition of unfinished houses in the area that is in proximity to the community of Clifton. After being both criticized and praised for the demolition exercise, Holness named the Klansman gang as being the outfit that has benefited from the scam. He admitted that some of the individuals affected were members of the security forces and civil servants. He said the probe by MOCA and the JCF should also determine whether any public official is culpable. Member of Parliament for St. Catherine Southern, Fitz Jackson, in whose constituency the development falls, charged the landowner SCJ Holdings Limited was complicit in the matter as he had informed the entity from the time the first structures were constructed on the land that is reserved for our agricultural purposes. The Prime Minister dismissed claims that the persons affected by the demolition were not given due notice. He also told the House that the SCJ Holdings had two meetings with those individuals. Responding to questions from opposition members of Parliament, Holness said, I could not say whether or not the meetings was with persons from Clifton or persons from the other side. What is important is that all this has to be investigated, and I have asked MOCA and the JCF to investigate this thing entirely because I want to know if there is any government official culpable or complicit. Continuing, Holness said, I am very reluctant in giving these kind of specific details, especially when they're going to be investigated. It is not our job to investigate in Parliament. We debate the issue, but we do not investigate it here. There are some issues that I really can't go into too much detail about. So this is getting deeper. So it is my understanding that Back in March, the residents were told to cease and desist, but they continued anyway. I know I said before that this is an opportunity for for Jamaicans to educate themselves about the process when it comes to the purchase and sale of land. Do not just turn over your hard-earned money to somebody who says, I have one piece of land and I can't sell it. I'm going to build a Is infrastructure in place? Infrastructure such as electricity. Has that been set up in the community? Sewage. Has that been set up there? Because it appears as though it was a, what you call a subdivision. We need to educate ourselves so that we don't fall victims. A man come and tell us, say, give me a million dollars for one piece of land. Do your due diligence, folks. Do your due diligence. 
do your research. Take the time. Do not rely on hearsay. Don't rely on a man up the street that will say, yeah, man, it, a true thing, man, a good something, man. Yeah, man, it legit. Do not rely on that because that does not hold up in the court of law. Ignorance will not rescue us. You cannot sell what is not yours, people. And I don't want to hear the ignorant comments that God give, give it the land. God give, yeah, God give it the land, but there are laws in countries. You cannot go to the Canada, you cannot go to Canada, the US or England, and just take over people's land or pay a man for land. There are certain things that have to be done. There are certain procedures that have to be followed. So we have to learn how to protect ourselves. We have to protect our families. You work hard for what you have. You, and I applaud you for wanting to be able to set up something and have some sense of pride and be able to have legacy to pass on to your children and your grandchildren. But protect that legacy. You work hard for it. Many people are saying, why didn't he go and have a conversation with them before the demolition happened? I'm sure he was relying on a team to do their due diligence. But you hardly hear anybody saying, fine, the culprits. Right? And I'm sure as time goes on, we're going to hear more about the Bernard Lodd situation. Also out of Jamaica, ban on the playing of Molly, scamming, and gun music. The Broadcasting Commission in Jamaica has issued a directive requiring broadcasters to take immediate steps to prevent the transmission of any recorded material that promotes and or glorifies illegal activity. Guided by and exercising the powers granted under the television and sound broadcasting regulations, the Commission said in a release that it requires an immediate halt to the transmission of, one, any audio or video recording, live song or speech which promotes and or glorifies scamming, illegal use or abuse of drugs, for example, molly, illegal or harmful use of guns or other offensive weapons, jungle justice, or any other form of illegal or criminal activity. Two, any edited song which directly or indirectly promotes scamming, illegal drugs, illegal or harmful use of guns or other offensive weapons, jungle justice, or any form of illegal or criminal activity. This includes live editing and original edits, example edits by producer or label, as well as the use of near-sounding words as substitutes for offensive lyrics, expletives, or profanities. To be clear, the broadcast of a sampling of 
any song which promotes or glorifies scamming, illegal drugs, illegal or harmful use of guns or other offensive weapons, jungle justice or any other form of illegal or criminal behavior is strictly prohibited, the Broadcasting Commission said on Tuesday. The Broadcasting Commission is the regulatory body responsible for monitoring radio, television and cable services. According to the release, the directive reinforces the Commission's commitment to keeping the airwaves free of harmful content given the important role traditional media still play as agents of socialization. The use of the public airwaves to broadcast songs that promote or glorify illegal activity could give the wrong impression that criminality is an accepted feature of Jamaican culture and society. The release went on to say, it could also unwittingly lend support to moral disengagement and further normalize criminality among vulnerable and impressionable youth and the young adult demographic. Commenting on the directive, Executive Director of the Commission, Cordell Green, said it was the end product of a wide-ranging process that included focused monitoring, decoding of subculture dialect and urban slangs, deliberations on balancing free expression, expression sorry, vis-a-vis, protection from harm, and consultations with industry. Green explained that this approach was necessary given the nuances and peculiarities inherent in current in content regulation. Part of the difficulty in dealing with music, especially that which emerges from a subculture, is that it takes time to identify, understand, and verify the slangs and colloquial language used. Understandably, New street lingua may take some time before they are normalized or their meanings become well entrenched. The commission also has to be circumspect in its actions, knowing that regulatory attention can have the unintended consequence of giving exposure to and popularizing subcultural phenomena. The executive director also said that while content regulation must always have regard for the right to freedom of expression, any context in which criminality is presented through music or videos as normal behavior conflicts with the tenets of responsible broadcasting. Well, let's see if this will curb crime, criminal activity, put an end to scamming, Let's see if upcoming artists, those who are desirous of being successful in music, will become more creative. Are they now going to embrace the fact that they will have to be more creative? All I have, the image I have is like, seven suit people sitting around listening to a, a, a bang bang song i don't know this music I'm trying to, bang. what does that word mean what does that word mean because they don't speak patois anymore 
they go they they graduated from you with with a master's in um in education or something else and they don't do this so that's my that's why I'm cracking up about it when I'm listening to you tell the story but at the same time the FCC does the same things they do similar things so it's not completely outrageous for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. but I'm 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 two sided because I am sorry chewing my breakfast one um here they come they're criticizing everything people do mm-hmm. but two because because Jamaica is always going backward in 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 the colonial colonialism and adapting things of purity and everything right mm-hmm. and two they're they're trying to do what the American SEC does so which which is right but I'm still lacking the image of a bunch of suits sitting around a table trying to decipher a song from Slip Bang or one of those other singers. I'm, I'm done. I think I think they fully understand. Them not fully done. I think them understand because um, many of them have children, and the children use the language. So even if them not get it, them can turn to them pitney and say, "Yo, exp- break it down for me. Explain this to me." There. Some of them are very familiar with the vernacular because they have to go into their community. Some of them, not all, some of them. They interact with their drivers. They have their gardeners, their helpers. Some of them do stop at the wayside and purchase their fruits and vegetables. Some of them, not all of them. So I don't want to think that they are not aware of what it means, right? Um. Some of them, some of the things that I hear, I have to really listen and listen and, oh, okay, this is what it means. And sometimes I really don't understand and I do ask. So I'm sure them do the same thing. Them ask when I'm not understand them ask. So I do hope that they're not only putting a bridle on the subculture of dance hall, but I hope that they're also going to put a bridle on trap, rap, which is played on the airwaves. So I hope they're not only targeting Jamaican music, but they're also going to target imported music. And I'm putting imported in quotations. All right. Let us be fair across the board. Now, we, we have to be honest and say some of the songs we hear, we're like, oh, Lord, have mercy. It does make us cringe a little. A lot for some of us. For some of us, we can't take no more than 30 seconds. For some, we glorify it. Right? You have a group of folks who are saying they believe the scamming lifestyle, which has been around forever but it has become more prominent and glorified. It's because of the music and people are able to talk about what them get out of scamming. And, you know, some people feel that execution style murders, which have been going on for a long time, are more prevalent now because of the music. And when you listen to songs and they're talking about them, just blow off a man's head and this. So it is my hope it is my expect, my expectation, and we talk about expectations, right? It is my expectation that with the regularization and the um, strict prohibition of any song that is blatant or suggestive of criminal activity, that we will now see 
a change in the news reports, right? We should now hear more positivity. We should now hear that crime has gone down because if there is no change, get ready for the backlash. And what is a reasonable amount of time for us to have an analysis done, a, a comparison to say, yes, we see a positive outcome from the enactment by the Broadcasting Commission. Are we going to give them three months, six months, a year? We need a timeline to be able to justify the enactment, right? We need to be able to compare it, okay? From January to October, we have had so many murders, execution style or, you know, scamming cases, reports of scamming cases. We've had this many. And then now let us compare it with October to what's 10 months from now? What's 10 months from now? Um, August. August. August of next yeah. year. So let us now say, okay, August of next year, and we're going to do a review. Let us not be um, premature. We want to give a fair, a reasonable amount of time. So what would you say is a reasonable amount of time for a case study to be done to see the effects of the um, enforcing by the Broadcasting Commission? Six to 12 months, in my honest opinion. Six to 12 months, I, yeah. I personally don't think there, 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 there's, um, there's a timeline um, because, from my, in my opinion, I really don't think it's um, entirely linked um, in a sense. So um, crime and violence is essentially linked to, um, you know, the music that, because for the most part, you know, most of these artists are essentially, I guess, singing or these songs are being written based on what they're, they're exposed to. So um, I can't really link or can't, can't see a link in a sense to see, right, you know, a timeline to see, you know, if there's going to be an effect because, um, you know, it's not only, you know, radio that you really hear, you know, the songs, you know, for the most part. I mean, the Internet is the biggest traffic you know, whether it be YouTube or Vimeo or wherever. So in terms of a timeline, I can't really see, you know, what it being effective, you know, unless, say, for example, it's a case where, you know, they're deciding to ban, you know, parties as well. You understand? Um, you know, especially in some of the communities where, you know, they have, um, you know, them dance every Saturday or whatever. The songs are still going to be played there, you know, and these are still going to be... Um, kids or children that are still going to be influenced are still going to hear these songs so over the radio um you know to see you know a timeline i can't really i can't really pick a timeline and to see you know the results um from it that's just my opinion but praise it that is so fair <laughs> go, go ahead, ahead. Go, no no you go ahead um Sinet. you go right ahead no, no, he's right because I had that same thought. Like, just because it's not on the radio doesn't mean people don't have access to buy it or listen to it in different, um, in different areas. They're not saying you cannot create this music. They're saying you can't play it over the airways. That's what they're saying. So, we, when I was young, I was, well, I was not making a lot. My family didn't make money when I was living here as a child, right? We didn't make money, but not enough money to go splurge on buying music. So I didn't hear the, um, the, the 
ex- the the violent languages or what's the word? I didn't hear the radio the producer edit. I heard the radio edit of most songs, right? right. So I didn't hear the f bombs. I didn't hear the um. I didn't hear the the explicit words of killing someone. That's what the word saying explicit. So, but my friends who had whose parents had extra money to buy to allow them to buy the the, the explicit album, they heard that. They didn't become worse people necessarily, right? So, but like like Percy's saying, they they're gonna play at the party still. They're still gonna have the bashments or what do you call those dance? Praga, praga. Damn it! I haven't let you make too long. But <laughs> um, thank you. That's the words I'm looking for. They're gonna still have the pasta pasta, and they're gonna have people torpedoing or whatever the damn dances. They're gonna it's still happening. So they're gonna see it. It's right. not over. You're absolutely right. right. You are both absolutely right. And I was going to make that point. So I thank both of you. Because let me let me go back to myself. When you listen to the radio, of course, you're hearing clean songs. You're, you're going to hear it. So for us to hear the um, indecent, as them used to call it back in the day, songs, the, the rubbish music, the, the um, full, full music, I know, what kind of idiot son of for us to hear those you had to go to a dance and dance pack up with what young people right so you go to the dances and you hear the songs and you're and you carry on and you're gonna hear it you are still going to hear it people are gonna and you never have to go in at the dance you can stand up outside the dance and hear the song moment yes james i i think it can work if if they if they take an aggressive approach okay and i'm going to give you the perfect example Mm -hmm. like even though i'm not in the streets like in jamaica um i guarantee you like um 2022 compared to like say 1999 um year 2000 you go into any dance now and I guarantee you'll never hear a song talking about homosexual must get shot in the head and this and that. You'll never hear one of those. Because what? They, they came down aggressively on that. And you're not going to hear because a lot of the, the, the new entertainers know, you know, the alkaline, the, 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 um, these guys who, who came after the generation that, that got um, crippled because of that, like, you know, Shaba, Bujubantan that got crippled because of that. A lot of these guys in interviews, when, they, when, you, when you hear them talk, they stay far from that topic. You know, these entertainers, or, or some of them, you know, still homophobic, they will, whenever they're in an interview, they'll say, look, we don't business with someone's personal relationship what they do in their bedroom that's a complete different um energy from 20 years ago and it's because and even if you go like even search on youtube you're not going to find those songs because as you put them up youtube is going to take them down like boom bye bye or whatever you put them up you get strike or they take them down or they shut down your channel so i believe that it it is possible because and it, it is necessary because when, when you go to a dance in Jamaica now and you see like an entertainer coming to the dance with, 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 with drugs and doing like a challenge and, say, and picking out girls out of the, out of the, 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 the crowd and say, 
um, come and, and do the Molly challenge and, and, and giving girls, three or four girls, a chance to, to see who can, can done for them drugs first. That is dangerous because they take that drugs and they don't know what's going to happen. And the entertainer is nowhere to be found tomorrow. And, and these girls are gone back to their house becoming a dick. So, yeah, I believe it's necessary. And I don't believe it's... I don't think the government think that this is the sole um, solution for crime. I just think that they believe that it's necessary because of some of the stuff that's going on in the dance hall scene in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this Mali thing, this scamming thing is becoming a part of our culture and it's not, it's not cool because, like, look, look how dance hall reject um, oral sex. How many, like, um, Alkaline can, can go do a song now talking about what am I going to do to a girl orally? Because the culture reject that. You know, like, Jamaica has a lot of gays. Gays with talent who can sing. None of them can come out and sing about them love their man and this and that because the culture reject it. But for some reason, our culture embrace, like, scamming or illegal activity. So I believe it's necessary. It's not going to solve everything, but I believe that the government has the power to say, not just the radio, but the government have the authority to block things from what shows up on YouTube in Jamaica too. Like if it's dealing with drugs, the same way they block homosexuality, they can block drugs too. So I believe it's necessary though. So let me ask you a question. One second. Let me ask you a question, James. Um, and I, I totally understand what you're saying, right? Um, they are the need to curb certain things. I get it. But we also have to understand that people have always sung about what they've been exposed to, right? You sing what you know, you talk what you know. We need to strike a balance somewhere, right? Now, yes, it's going to force people to be more, be more creative, to, to produce songs that are more palatable, music that can be played um not only locally but internationally on the airwaves because the truth is there is a limit to what you can actually play on air right a lot of editing has to be done facts but when do we take into consideration the um freedom of expression what if this is the only outlet that they have to talk about what they're exposed to with the hope that somebody can come in and help them what if you know because everybody don't have the ability to to um properly articulate what it is that they're wanting right what if this is their outlet not necessarily to promote badmanism but with the hope that they there can be help brought into their communities yeah but but moments i i guarantee you it's like crack cooking has been a part of jamaica culture for decades nobody come and, and glorify it back in the days. Like, if they talk about it, they talk about it in codes or whatever, then they're not going to come and glorify it. Um, homosexuality, like, I'm in my 40s, and, like, people act as if homosexuality is something that... Homosexuality is rampant in Jamaica for decades. Decades. I, I'm, not, I'm not, like, hiding. Like, I know people in the ghetto from I was like 11 growing up and they're openly gay, bad man gay. 
um, I guarantee you, if they say, look, we're going to run a social experiment, since we're talking about freedom of speech, we're going to release a, a gay album, and we are going to play it on RGR or whatever radio station, IRFM, you're going to see the backlash. Why? Because that's not a part of Jamaica culture. So it's not about freedom of speech. Like, if it, if it was freedom of speech, Aisha and I wouldn't get burned out. Like, a lot of these people wouldn't get blocked from music for doing certain things. Like, Gage career went down because they do the song Dung in Our Throat or whatever, and people never like it. You know, so... People like, didn't like weird. it, and you hear it. It's played a lot. Yeah, yeah no, I would, but, I but, but he got a beaten. He got a beaten for it. He got a beaten from for who? It. And, from uh, who? From, from who? A lot of the, 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 the older dancehall artists from the industry, like the, the, the established industry. Like the only reason why he can do stuff is because they have these bathroom students now. But a lot of people went stay far from him because of that song. I shine at the same thing, you know. So, um, you know, like. If it's really freedom of speech, then why Jamaica don't have its first um, openly gay dancehall artist, you know? If it's freedom of speech. So, no, I believe that we, we're just accepting of, of, like, criminality too much. Mm -hmm. and, and even though, like, you're not going to fully blame the music alone, but the music have a lot to do with it. And when you, as I said, the perfect example, when you go in the dance and see, like, a known artist handing out drugs to young women. That's a dangerous ground that, 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 that we, we're treading it. Dangerous, you know? So, right. yeah, like, they're freedom of speech, but we have to be responsible at the same time. Responsible. So, 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 let, so let me, Jesus, go ahead, Prezig. You go ahead. Go ahead. Let me see if the same question you're going to ask. Go on. Probably not. But I have a question, Jim. You mentioned that, you know, it sounds as if you're saying that crime and violence is directly linked to um to the music is that that's 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 essentially what i'm getting from you that is directly linked to it no no i'm not saying that it's a part of it it's like it's like it's like jerk seasoning like there's pimento there's scotch bonnet there's all these other stuff so the same thing with crime and violence there's poverty there's lack of education there's um influence from 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 because we have to understand the music you know we can't say bob marley uh music was um instrumental in the apartheid in south africa um you talk to anybody over 40 in zimbabwe and they will tell you soldiers i i, I have friends from zimbabwe and they will tell you bob marley music is like national anthem when zimbabwe is is fighting for for, for freedom from from the british monarchy and so we can't on one and when the music is does tough when, 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 when you meet a woman and, 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 and you hear a love song I play and it, it evokes certain emotion and, and you remember say, where you were at that time. When you're, when you're at your wedding and you want this music because of the first song you, 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 you listen to when you met your, your, your spouse. Music is powerful. It's not completely responsible, but we have to agree that it plays a part because then it will be hypocritical to, to say like, you know, look at... Okay, we say Vibes Cartel sell out clocks. The other day, the guy, the guy with the Ensure, and, and people are, are telling me that they can't find Ensure anywhere. Like, I, I have a friend in Jamaica, like her grandmother, have to have Ensure, and she can't find it anywhere. And the price went up because the guy sing the song about do the thing with the Ensure. Like, in the 80s, like um, Sting, 
Shabba Rankin went on Sting and, and he put his suit together and he bought like a baby suit thing and put round him neck and put my mouth on him come on stage. And I was working downtown and everybody, big man, I come by, baby, <laughs> so they're putting on their motor suck. So music has influence. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't cause crime by itself, but it has influence. has influence. All right. Thank you so much, James. Go ahead, Prezi, and then I have to keep it moving. Go right ahead. Okay. I mean, I understand exactly where it's coming from, where, you know, it does have um, the influence or it can have the influence. But in, in, this, in this particular situation that we're looking at currently, Right, where uh, I would even consider where it's probably so far gone to the point where you know the music is literally or you know the 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 the, the effectiveness of of what they're trying to stop has literally been embedded into the culture already right so 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 I guess in terms of basically trying to put um a bandaid over a chopper wound quote-unquote you know in a sense i mean what would what would that then now play in the role of the society um that you're then that we're trying to curtail or trying to you know basically you know get rid of um these throughout the airwaves but they're already in the society already right they're already embedded they're basically within the veins of jamaicans already Right. So if you're saying, you know, to, 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 to basically remove these from the airwaves, I mean, what is that really doing? That's the biggest that's I think that's the, the, the most effective question right now is that, you know, taking it away from the airwaves, can that alone be effective enough? Or does there need to be other interventions um um you know on top of what they're doing, right? To basically curtail what again, as I said, you know, is is literally within, you know, the veins of, you know, even the, the the smallest of the smallest um um children um you know in society currently all right thank you so much president thank you james just to read a couple comments from the chat the music reflects the culture the music reflects what's happening in the society music plays less than point zero 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 one percent people need to stop it the scamming bleaching murder theft etc all going on before the youths start to sing about it or start singing about it all right um i think there has been an ongoing debate for decades now as to the impact music has on society um and it's an it can the debate continues uh to some degree it can invoke positive feelings and negative feelings right um what i want to say is we need to find a way for people to understand the difference between um, hearing something which is art and it's, you know, something creative, the, the music, which is art, and actually thinking it's okay to go and do this. Because how is it different from watching movies or crime shows? Are we then going to say, stop airing crime shows because these crime shows granted the crime shows are showing how they solve the crimes and we're hoping that it's a deterrent but how we do not know how do we not know rather that when people watch it it light a fire and they say yeah we can't try it that way there so i don't think we can limit it to just the music let us also now pay attention to what we are projecting visually to young people 
my other questions and i would love for us to continue the conversation to another time but i have to keep moving and something for us to think about now are we going to ask them to go into the dances and turn off the songs is that going to be the next cry all right um Wait, really quickly, I know you're going to move on. But yeah. My, I don't think we, they can do that. I can, I can see that some producers and our DJs will, will start deciding, okay, I won't play this song. And I'll take a, I'll, but I, how could they possibly go in? If they do that, it becomes a police state. You're going to enforce what people are listening to. You can't, if you do that, there's going to be uprising. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a major uprising. People what they to, do is turn off the dance at 12 o'clock. Sorry. Oh, right. But that's a time period, right? That, that's not coming in the same. They can't stand next to the DJ and say, you can't play the Skilly Bang song or whomever the, the artist is. They, can they do that? If they okay. do that, what happens? Do people not get... I would I would say, if people get in the uprising and start marching in the streets and yelling, I wouldn't fault them because that becomes, that becomes a, um, a communist country. Dictatorship, Who needs that? yeah. Thank, thank you. You don't need that. Yes, of course. But I'm going to meet up. I hear somebody whispering. Yeah. Go ahead, Kalisha. Thank you, Sadat. Go right ahead, Kalisha. And then we're definitely going to move on. Yeah, they can't go into dance hall in the parties and do that. And I know it's not the first that the Broadcasting Commission would have um, done the editing thing. Usually one time in Egypt, what they used to have on the radio is a bleeping. Right. Of the sounds. And then they came in and they said, no, we don't want a bleeping anymore. We want you to just play the clean version. Does it stop the children from listening to it? No. But <laughs> you have to understand that the Broadcasting Commission has an obligation as an oversight body to make sure that on their end, they are doing their part. And that's all that they are doing. It's not going to stop children from hearing the songs. It's none of it because we, there's YouTube and there's TikTok. And a lot of children don't even listen to the radio, per se. Mm-hmm. But the committee, the committee still has its duty to fulfill. And that's just what they're doing. So no, they're not setting out to to limit and I hear the people talking about freedom of expression I, people love to run with this constitution oh my god this is constitutional right no right is absolute none there is no absolute right in the constitution everyone every one of them can be curtailed because you have a right to sing about molly but it doesn't mean that you have a right to tell other people fitness that it is okay to use molly if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even if you have the right to do it, you do it in a year yard, but you don't get to go on a radio station which broadcasts to the nation and say that. Go tell your neighbor, Pitney, that since your neighbor okay with our Pitney hearing that. If you follow what I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. So no, they cannot go into dance hall because dance hall is dance hall and you can't encroach upon that. That's in a private, a, a, a open space. But on the radio, they have a right to limit it and I support it fully. I am not one of those who believe that you can blame the music for the crime rate in Jamaica, but we also cannot not involve it in it because it does play a part. Okay. And anybody who say otherwise, I think is being a hypocrite. It's not totally to be blamed, but it does because it may not encourage, it may not tell you to do it, but one cannot deny the fact that listening to the music can normalize certain things. Scamming became... Many, many people are still not okay. You probably, probably many people wouldn't go scam, but the idea of it isn't so terrible anymore because we have become so okay with hearing it in songs where people now justify it. Mm-hmm. However, we they do it. Oh, 
the white people in a reparation or well it happened to me or they said the victim should have more sense and yada 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 it's the same thing back then it's not the first would have heard about molly in jamaica but it was very Mali was limited to a certain section of Jamaica. It's rich people used to be able Uptown to buy Mali. yeah. <laughs> yes. And, what, and, and that's okay because, listen, they're going to get access to things. But for me, in a freedom world, them parents can fly them out to rehab, yeah. get them the best health care. But with dancehall now normalizing the use of Mali, primarily through the artist named Skeng, many other poor people, Pitney, start get access now because they're interested now and there's a market for them to get it now and the ripple effect is going to be far worse than when the uptown people pity them used to get it mm -hmm. and that's what i'm saying we cannot go and say dance and have impact when carter this thing about bleaching that was when we saw a lot of school boys there's a spike in bleaching in oh high schools gosh. from children <laughs> It's How sad. do we then come and sit down and say, you can't blame dancehall? Yes, the artist never tell if you take up the gun and kill him. But when you listen to how it was normal, when me hear Skeng talk about take a knife and stab it in my head, little boys think, yeah, mommy, take a knife and stab him in my head, man. Mm. Skeng never tell if you take the knife and stab him, but it is so normal, you know. And as a society, we're, we're, we're so numb to it these days. It's just another thing. It happened, and we move on because it's in our ears every day. It's in our ears every day, and 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 yes, you can't leave your child to 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 radio to raise and an artist to raise. But the reality is, a lot of our homes in Jamaica are broken. A lot of our children are looking for somewhere to belong, and these are the people they look up to they for guidance. Them. And this is what they are hearing. We cannot separate the two. We cannot. All right. Thank you so much, Kalisha. Great points made by everyone, and the debate will continue. All right. Thank you all so much for your contribution. Next up, uh, new airports coming in region as visitor arrivals grow. With tourism arrivals in the Caribbean already surpassing 2019 figures, the industry's considered past recovery from the setback of the pandemic and now is in a growth phase to accommodate the projected increase in visitors and to enhance the visitor experience from the moment they land some islands are investing in new airport terminals dominica turks and caicos and tobago are the three islands where visitors will soon be welcomed with new state-of-the-art airport facilities all right next up dozens dead as storm julia dumps heavy rains in central america and this is in the latin america corner at least 28 people have died after hurricane julia caused rains and landslides in several latin american countries including guatemala and el salvador guatemala's disaster prevention agency said five people died after a hillside collapsed on their house in alta verapaz province burying them Authorities in El Salvador said five Salvadoran army soldiers died after a wall collapsed at a house where they sought refuge in the town of Comasagua, where hundreds of police and soldiers have been conducting anti-gang raids. Another soldier was injured. Our next story out of Latin America, U.S. could ease Venezuela's sanctions and allow Chevron to pump oil. The United States is considering loosening sanctions on Venezuela so Chevron Corp can pump oil in the country if Caracas takes steps towards restoring democracy, the Wall Street Journal has reported. Under the proposed deal, 
The Biden administration could ease some sanctions in exchange for Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro resuming talks with the political opposition on the conditions needed to hold free and fair elections in 2024, the newspaper reported on Wednesday, citing people familiar with the proposal. U.S. officials said the deal had not been finalized and could fall through if Maduro's government did not resume negotiations with opposition parties, according to the report. The deal would pave the way for Chevron and U.S. oil service companies to resume exports of Venezuelan oil to the global market amid spiraling energy prices worldwide. Well, you never see smoke without fire. Am I surprised? No. Expected? Yes. So, yeah. That um, exchange or that release of prisoners, um, yeah, was a part of the deal to open up, right, for this happening. Still don't understand, though, while uh, Venezuela was shut out of the summit of the Americas. I still don't understand why. Let's see if, the, if an invitation will be extended to them next year. Let's see. And those were our stories out of the Caribbean corner and Latin America. Coming up next, we have Believe It or Not news. But here's a little bit more from Envogue.
Thank you to all the listeners listening online. JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you also to everyone listening online at www.qmzradio.com, your go-to for quality music while you work or play. And a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. I am Moments With Me, and you are listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday, and today we are crushing on the group and vote. Coming up right after this, it is Believe It or Not news, so don't go anywhere.
Thank you for that one, and Vogue giving him something he can feel. It is time for us to get into our Believe It or Not stories. First up, a Texas woman fatally shot by male friend over basketball game. 21-year-old Dallas, Texas woman was fatally shot after beating a male friend during a pickup game of basketball. The victim's family says the suspect was known to her, but police have not identified him. Fox 4 News reports that on Monday, Asia Womack was gunned down in T.G. Terry Park. The family told the outlet there was trash talk during the game, which Womack won. After the game, the man brought his children and brother home before returning to the park and shooting Womack five times. She was taken to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. Uh, I thought trash talking went along with um, it's just something people do. So people really take offense to the trash talk that goes on in pickup games. That you would take your family home and go back and kill this woman. You didn't while you were taking your family home, you didn't think to just calm down. It's not that serious. Were your was your ego that bruised? That being violent was the only way to resolve it? I guess everybody around was laughing and you couldn't take it. Go home and just stay home. Why did you have to go back? Crime Stoppers is offering a reward of $5,000 for any information that can lead to an arrest. Somebody is hiding him somewhere. Somebody knows where he is. And you're not a real bad man. You kill and then you run, go and hide. You had time to think about what you, you were going to do. And you had time to stop and turn back. And even if, you know what, whatever reach you reach you at this point. Did not cool off, Lisa. Did not cool off. We are so enraged. And if we are going to sit here and say we've never got angry about anything, we'd be lying. We get angry, but we calm down. Shout, scream, yell. But what you don't do is take somebody's life. because, And you know the person. And you said it's a woman he killed, right? Yeah. Wow. Maybe she beat him in basketball and he couldn't... He couldn't she beat it. him. That's the thing, James. She beat him in the pickup game. So, uh, you know, wow. trash talk happens. There was trash talk when you're talking about the games. It happens in football. It happens in soccer. It happens in any sport. There is trash talking, right? It happens in wrestling. Every sport has it. But he couldn't handle it because she won. So he took his family home, took his children and his brother home and went back to the park and shot the woman five times. She ended up dying at the hospital. I hope they catch you. Yeah, that, that's first degree murder right there. Like went home and came back. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You could have gone home and stayed home. Cool off. And you want to tell me that while you were going back to the park, you didn't hear a voice telling you, this is not necessary. This is uncalled for. You're overreacting. I guess he has never trashed. I bet you if he had one, 
he'd be he'd be laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he would be doing the trash talking if he were the one that won. Can't take it, but we like to give it. Hope they catch you. Deal with you anyway. For uh, a driver hits a crowd at a Colorado bar, one killed and four have been um, hospitalized. One person was killed and four people seriously injured after a man intentionally drove a pickup truck through a, a crowd gathered outside a Colorado bar following an altercation early Sunday morning, authorities said. And this story is courtesy of the Associated Press. The 29-year-old driver and a 25-year-old passenger were arrested after the attack around 1.40 a.m. Sunday in the city of Golden West of Denver, the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office said. Just before the attack, bouncers outside the Rock Rest Lodge broke up an altercation between the two suspects and some of the victims. The suspects got into the pickup, backed out of a parking spot in front of the bar, and intentionally drove into victims, including bar employees. Deputies found a man who was unconscious and later pronounced dead at the scene. Four people were taken to a local hospital and three people sustained minor injuries. The suspects were stopped nearby after the attack and deputies took them into custody. The driver faces charges including first-degree murder, three counts of first-degree assault, and three counts of second-degree assault. The passenger, who owns the pickup faces charges of accessory to first degree murder accessory to second degree assault and accessory to first degree assault another passenger who was in the vehicle is not facing charges the name of the deceased victim was not immediately released everybody angry everybody is so tightly wound up an la man is suing texas pete hot sauce because the sauce is made in North Carolina. Javet, I keep saying we need something to sue about. We need to find something to sue about. We're wasting time. There's easy money to be had. The story courtesy of Bola Alert. Texas Pete Hot Sauce is being sued for allegedly using false advertising. The lawsuit filed by California resident Philip White against T.W. Garner Food Company alleges that Texas Pete's is made in North Carolina. The complaint claims that in September 2021, White purchased a bottle of Texas Pete from Ralph's in L.A. White relied upon the language and images displayed on the front label of the product and at the time of purchase understood the product to be a Texas product. The lawsuit claims that Texas Pete's label, which depicts the famed white lone star from the Texan flag together with a lassoing cowboy, deceived white into thinking he was distinctly Texan. Surprisingly, they are not at all Texas, the lawsuit said. <laughs> so I guess I need to sue Grace Company, Grace Kennedy and Company, because the corned beef, I think it's Jamaica, I'm not a Jamaica, I come out there, so... I need to probably open up a lawsuit on Grace Kennedy. I probably need to open up a lawsuit about them. Um, coconut water will come out of, um, is it Malaysia or another country? Not Jamaica. I need to get busy finding something I can sue somebody on. Really? In revealing the thought process behind its brand name, T.W. Garner Food Company admits that Texas's reputation was one they were trying to mimic and capitalize on when creating their brand by representing that its Texas Pete 
brand hot sauce products are Texas products when they are not, has cheated its way to a market-leading position in the $3 billion hot sauce industry. And they're doing so at the expense of law-abiding competitors and consumers nationwide who desire authentic Texas hot sauce and reasonably but incorrectly. So let me ask you a question. Couldn't I make it in North Carolina, ship it to Texas and bottle it there and say it's from Texas? Couldn't I do that? Am I the only one who thinks this is ridiculous? I don't know. There are things that are labeled made in America that are not really made here, if we really think about it, if we get down to the nitty-gritty of it. I don't know. White is seeking a court order forcing Texas Pete to change its name and branding. Don't be surprised if he wins. Don't be surprised. Our next story out of Believe It or Not News, Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity kicked out of University of Miami for allegedly spiking drinks. And a video shows frat chanting about raping women and assaulting their corpses. Oh, wow. Story courtesy of Bola Alert, a fraternity of the University of Miami has been shut down after it was accused of misogyny and spiking drinks, according to CBS News. Raping women and brutalizing their corpses is what several male students were caught chanting about in a leaked video that was recorded on October 1. The men were a part of a fraternity called Sigma Phi Epsilon, which is now which has now been booted off the campus over footage and allegations. The university received allegations that Sigma Phi Epsilon chapter violated university policy and participated in behavior that is inconsistent with the values and expectations of the university community and their national fraternity. We have partnered with Sigma Phi Epsilon for 73 years and we supported their decision to close the chapter effective immediately, said UM Senior Vice President for Students, Patricia, who mentioned that there are a clear set of policies, expectations to all our Greek organizations that are designed to encourage a safe, healthy and positive experience for UM students. None of the male students have been charged according to CBS News. I know the other day I said they need to just do away with these fraternities. I don't care for them. I really don't. And here's another clear example to back my feeling. Shut them down. Shut them down. They promote hostility, abuse. Imagine. You send your child, and you are no cheap school. I just said, I shouldn't be saying the word ain't. University of Miami is not a cheap college to attend, by no means. I hope your parents are proud, boys. I hope your parents are proud. That's all I'm going to say. In entertainment news, <laughs> the circus continues. What can I say? Herschel Walker's wife exchanges texts with an anonymous woman who says she has a 10-year-old son with him. <laughs> a 
An unidentified woman has stepped forward with shocking allegations against Herschel Walker. Why are they using the word shocking? She alleges that the Georgia Republican Senate nominee tried to convince her to have two abortions and that he paid for the first one in 2009. The conversation was reportedly a text with Walker's wife, people reported. Oh boy. A text exchange between Herschel's wife, Julie Blanchard, and the woman who claimed to be the mother of his 10-year-old son was shared by the Daily Beast over the weekend. In the text exchange, the woman calls Walker cruel for denying that he knew her or her claims and reiterates that he paid for an abortion in 2009. She also said that in 2011, Walker told her it wasn't the right time to have a child after they found out she was pregnant with her son. He brought all this on himself when he decided to get on a platform and denounce abortion and make a mockery of his children who have done nothing to deserve this, the woman wrote in one message to Blanchard. Blanchard responded that she had tried to bridge a better relationship between the woman and Walker and that her husband would Pray for you and your son and everyone in your family daily. The unidentified woman went on to say that Walker pays the court-required child support but hasn't spoken to Walker in years and has not seen their son for six and a half years and has only met him three times since he was born in 2012. Wow. I have seen him call and text regularly to have a relationship with your son and he gets no response and sadness when he doesn't hear back Blanchard wrote to her however he has always strived to be more than financial support God is a good God I love you both spoken like a true Republican I must say (laughs) can it get any worse for this man Herschel I I think but you know what the Republicans love him and Quite frankly, they don't care, right? As one woman was recorded saying vehemently, she doesn't care. She only cares about one thing. She only cares about him winning. By any means necessary. Yeah, she she don't really care. So why are we getting all our panties twisted up in a bunch when the Republicans just want him in? And guess what? He's going to get in there, whether we like it or not. Sorry to have to put it out there, but the Republicans will stop at nothing. They are, um, yeah, they, they, they know how to band together. So we're here worried about him. He ain't worried about himself. Justin Bieber ends friendship with Yeezy over attacks on wife Haley. Hmm. He's another one that just can't seem to stay out of the news. Justin Bieber reportedly ended his friendship with Kanye West after the mogul lashed out at his wife Haley via social media. Sources tell TMZ that the Beavers were hurt by the attacks, mainly since they supported him in 2020 when he was going through a rough time. They even traveled to his Wyoming ranch to see him in person. Earlier this week, he lashed out at Haley after she defended Vogue editor Gabriella Karifa Johnson against the Jesus Walks rapper. Karifa Johnson was critical of Yee's White Lives Matter shirts that he wore at a fashion show during Paris Fashion Week. 
And Haley took to Instagram and wrote, GKJ all day, every day. My respect runs deep for you, my friend. To know you is to adore you and to work with you is an honor. Oh, boy. Um, I think he needs to just move away from society for a while and go get help. Even if he has made any valid speeches or any of his outbursts are warranted for anything, unfortunately, he is not going to get the support because of how he's conducting himself. He's coming across as somebody who is mentally impaired and needs help, but is refusing to get the help he needs. That's all I'm going to say. Easy, get help. Something, something. And here's another one that stays in the news. 50 Cent. So, 50 Cent's son, Marquise Jackson, offers him $6,700 for 24 hours of his time. Marquise Jackson, the eldest son of 50 Cent, has offered to see his father for a day for $6,700. Last week, the rapper's son criticized his father for the insufficient $6,700 per month that he receives for child support. Since y'all think $6,700 is so much money, someone tell my pops I will pay him $6,700 for just 24 hours of his time so we can do everything I ever wanted to do with him as a kid, Marquise wrote. Red, yellow, green, whatever color he likes. The post, which made fun of the rapper's 2015 post in which he did the same with the term broke, was written alongside a picture of Marquise posing to the next, I'm sorry, posing next to the word entitled, written in cash. Marquise's post apparently caught 50's attention because he posted a clip from his show Power, which showed his character Kanan murdering his son. No caption needed, he wrote. In 2020, 50 Cent went on Instagram Live to discuss his relationship with his son. He said, I don't think that success would cost me my firstborn. I didn't think is what I should say, but it's the situation. Oh, boy. Why is it that money and power and wealth and riches always seem to create a problem within families? Always. Problem, dead left. Money, land, house, car, jewelry. Money, problems. More money, more problems. Understand when your child is crying out. But you so it's so it's so important to spend time with your kids. Facts. It's very important because see, this kid is crying out to his dad, you know, for help. You know, just just a day. Yeah. Imagine how many kids out there crying out to their parents or to their you know whoever mom or dad just just to spend time with them. You know, you you have you have to make time for your family. I don't care how busy you are, you have to make time. God, that is so important. 
But a lot of us, you know, find time to do other things and not your kids, you know. And I don't know. It's just sad. Beyond sad. Money is not love. A PlayStation, it's not love. The latest Air Jordans, that's not love. Being able to dress your children in designer, that's not love. Putting them up in a house is not love. It's easy to do those things. It's easy to think that those things are love because that's the society we live in today. Where love is equated to a price tag. Unfortunately, oh, my parents don't love me because they can't give me the Air Jordans. They can only give me the shoes out of um, Walmart. Not understanding that your parents are doing the best that they can. But that, that's where we are now. So, you know, parents unfortunately think that, oh, I give my child everything they ask for. That, that is love. No. Children want your time. They want your attention. And we're not saying that you don't need to dress them and, you know, feed them. We're not saying that. That is important. But it is not a demonstration of what love is. There are people who can't give their children the best of things, the best of the best. But one thing they have is their time. But I wonder which child he chooses to spend time with. <laughs> he has to spend time with somebody. One of, one of those kids. Or probably none of them. And you know who is going to happen to? You know who I feel it's going to happen to? There's going to be backlash down the road. Nick Cannon. With his army. And future as well with the 12 baby mamas. You yeah. Know, um, who does they choose to spend their time with? Do they bring all the kids together and spend a day with all the kids together? You know, or a month or wherever, however it lived. I don't know. It's just, I'm not knocking you from having kids because we, you know, kids are the future. But if you know you're not going to spend time and put in the work as a parent, don't have all these different baby mamas out there, baby father, wherever it is. You know, if you know you're not going to take the time out to spend with your kids, you know, just don't just go out and breed up the whole world and think it's okay. And you know you're not going to put in the time to take care of your family or spend time. You know, you have to know your limit and you have to know where you can draw the line. You know, and that's goes for man and woman. You know, we have to, we have to know. Marlon, you know what irks me? What gets me is when men impregnate women. Takes two to tangle. Women stuck with the children, stuck with the job of raising the children solo. And then the man them turn on, ah, look at my son, look at my daughter. Where were you? Where where were you? Where the hell were you? Those sleepless nights, going to the doctor, going to the emergency room. Dropping off and picking up, having to call friends, 
rely on neighbors, rely on family members to watch my child so that, and I said my yes, so that I can go to work, go to school, to have a better future for the child. You don't show up until the child is after 18 and you, then you want to show up and say, look at my child. And I'm not talking about those fathers who try their best to be involved and the mothers block them because they're bitter. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those mothers who want the children's fathers involved. You call them. Why you want to say, I have it in But she has to find it. You never have it. But you're, you, you find it for the shoes you need to wear and the clothes to put on your back. And you eat every day. You shouldn't eat if you don't know how your child is going to eat. Show up for college graduation and ain't give a dime hmm. toward the education. Hmm. Woo! Oh, wait a minute. Am I talking about my life? Sorry. Listen, girl, don't get me started, Javette. I have to be grateful that Marlon has embraced the two older children as his own. And I'll just leave it right there. I think y'all know the rest. I don't have to go into detail. You need, where's, where's the hand clapping for that? Where's the sound effect for that? He needs it. Give him his flowers. We like to say I have kids, but we don't want the responsibility. You know, it's funny you say that. In my line of work here, I see it all the time. And I tell people that a lot of men, they're quick and they're quick to tell you, well, um, the court, I got always get a woman to pick me on the right. And I'm just like, um, actually, no. What you find out here is that men don't fight for their children. Much you hear them complain and gripe. Hmm. They'll say, I call and she never answered, and that was a reason not to call back again for another five months. Mm -hmm. They don't fight to be in their children's life. And I'm not saying people should be out here fighting, but the reality is a lot of women are out here fighting to survive and fighting to feed their children. Yeah. Men are not fighting. And what I see in Jamaica sometimes is, and let me just be clear, I'm not saying all men, I'm not saying the majority. Right. A lot of men in Jamaica are excellent fathers, excellent involved down to the core, but the percentage that isn't is just too great yeah and and it stems from this men again men in the room if it doesn't apply let it fly <laughs> they like the idea of being labeled as a father but they don't want the responsibility that comes with it and and many of them may say no because a lot of men deem their responsibility as purely financial mm -hmm. so what you find is a lot of them will send you the money because they get to do it in a very ad hoc kind of way. They send this month, they don't send no next month because I never have it, but me send another two months from now and there's no set agreement so there can be no budgeting because we agreed on 10,000 but you send four because of that you have and I have to find out a six to plug it. Mm -hmm. They don't go to court to fight because when they go to court to fight, your <laughs> physical involvement in the child's life comes into question. Mm -hmm. So no longer are you only expected or tied to providing the money which you can just pay and gone yeah. you know have to take the child on certain days hmm. some of your weekends are gone now 
Them no want that. Fees and they, they don't want that. And I'm telling you a lot of them, yeah, mama, take care of me, you. <laughs> but you don't even know what your student, your child's <sighs> teacher's name is. <laughs> you don't know anything about the child. And I'm t listen, listen. I tell yep. women, when I talk to them, I'm like, put him in court. I don't care what no man to owe. And the, the court system, then don't be a part of it. Don't. <laughs> you, you sleep because to me, it's, it's, a, it's a principle of it. Yeah. It's strictly principle. You brought a child into this world. You owe that child an Precisely. obligation. Exactly. Thank you. And and sometimes I, I I talk to I have friends who do it, and I say to them because some, there's some women are involved in it in the foolishness where they hmm. hold the children as ransom. And I think women give men an excuse to come out of parenting. Yeah. Because we hover over them. Oh. I send him the baby over there, but boy, I don't know if him going to know how to do it. Send him. It's him picnic, and if him kill the picnic, he's going to go to prison. He will not kill that child. Send him. And yes, him may put on the pampas and he may put on back and front, but the child will not die. Exactly. Send him. Facts. Send that child. Let. Oh, I'm supposed to comb her here because man don't know if you comb her. Then man not supposed to get children. Why are you getting children if you don't want to take on responsibility of caring for your children? And caring for your child is more than feeding. It is everything. Women will have fathers in their homes. The man can't even bathe the child. If you don't trust him to bathe the child, why are you procreating with him? <laughs> or oh, because she's a girl child and she's his child. What's your point? Hold I on one second, Kalisha. Hold on one mm -hmm. second. Let me just read this comment on air before I have to do the on-air wrap-up. So one comment from the chat. Some of them can't even give free time. Free time. Free time. Great comment. Another one. True, it doesn't matter the circumstances you played a part in bringing them into the world. And Clubhouse, please just hold tight for me. Let me go ahead and do the on-air wrap-up. Yeah. Thank you to all the listeners who logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, for quality music while you work and play. Log on to QMZRadio.com to help you get through your day. Thank you to everyone who is listening online, JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play Store. And of course, I have to say a huge thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments With Me, and you were listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversations, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, moments with me media. And the me and everything is MI. Have yourselves a wonderful rest of the day. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, when we also go live on futurefm.net, futurefm98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, Mount, yeah, Mount Vernon and Westchester. I went blank there for a moment. Thank you all once again. This is Moments with me signing out of QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com.